0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of An Ocean of Ontological Light and I'm your host Ron Wright. Today I'd like to talk to you about when suffering meets love. You know many people rightly question how there could be a loving God when there's so much injustice suffering and evil in the world. You know this is a a conundrum that all spiritual seekers ponder over at one time or another. Mostly, questioning God becomes a way for us, really, to escape our own responsibility in a world that requires bravery, compassion, and enthusiastic caregivers. Maybe the, the better question for us to ponder might be, what exactly is the nature of God's presence in a world of suffering? Because both are true. God is present in the world and there is suffering here. So so maybe the answer to the question as to what is the nature of God's presence in the world, maybe the answer to that question helps us find a a more workable solution to the first question. The first question being why is there evil in the world? You know the truth is God has moved toward our suffering long before we even knew to ask that kind of a question. You know, during the season of Lent, as the Christian world moves toward the celebration of, of Christ's death, it really is an invitation to journey into the mystery of God's presence with us. So why is there suffering in and evil in this world that we live in? And, and why doesn't God just, you know, do something about it? When faith is weak, and the pain of life has strangled all the hope out of our heart, it may be very difficult to process the injustices of life. It may be easier to throw blame on someone, you know, out there, than to actually want to understand the issue as it exists within us, and then try to transform our own heart. Blame really becomes easy to assign, because we are all guilty of selfishness and sin and insanity, you know, in one way or another. You know, but most of all, it's, it's easy to lay blame, the blame of evil and suffering at the feet of God. The mystery of God's way is that he chose to understand suffering and confront evil by entering into it within us with a love big enough to take it on the chin and shoulder it within our own spirit rather than deal with evil and suffering from you know the outside with fire and brimstone god chose to confront to address and transform suffering from within your life and mine through the incarnation of christ god's answer to evil is the incarnation not armageddon the truth is long before we laid the blame of you know, evil in this world at the feet of God. God already entered into his creation to pick up and lay all the suffering within the incarnation of himself, in his son. He, that is, you know, God himself, experienced that suffering and processed it and overcame it firsthand in flesh and blood. So there's no way for us to say, that you know God is not sympathetic, He can't understand, God doesn't know what I'm going through. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He entered into it in flesh and blood in his son and and this is really the mystery of evil and suffering. God, rather than just snap his fingers like Thanis and end all evil, <laughs> he he chose instead to end evil and in its incarnation of suffering by entering into our human condition with us as us and absorb it within his infinite love at the cross. That's the mystery of evil in the world. God took it on the chin. God entered into human experience and took upon himself all of that evil and all of that suffering. Rather than remove evil and end suffering at a distance, you know. God actually came into our situation in Christ to bear it for us and transform and actually transition us out of it because he wanted to be involved in our personal experience. He doesn't, you know, God doesn't remove the conditions of our own independence and delusion that, that, you know, and that delusions got us into. But rather, he enters into us in his Son to transform everything from the inside out. That's just the way God works. He doesn't remove the conditions, you know, that our own independence God is into. He, he enters into us in his Son and with us transforms the evil and the suffering in our life. God, you know, I guess, sits with the suffering within us, right? Uh, He sits with our suffering in his compassion, in his truth, in his righteousness, so that it can't help but transform the situation that we're in. This kind of mutual fellowship that God has with us in his son is, in the presence of suffering actually provides a bigger presence of love that just absorbs and consumes suffering at its very root in us. Our independence is swallowed up by His inter-being with us. The journey out of an old creation with its suffering into a new creation with its glory, God chooses as a mutually loving journey with us. Wow, that's really something to consider. You know, yes, you know, <laughs> God can wave a magic wand and make all the suffering in the world just go away without involving us, I suppose. But where would that leave us? Well, unchanged. <laughs> Maybe as stupid and messed up as ever. We wouldn't learn anything. We wouldn't feel anything. Nothing would change inside of us. In fact, I guess we would be more delusional than ever, more prone to, a f- to future blunders than we even are now. Unlike us, God actually has infinite wisdom within his infinite love. He knows what he's doing. When he loves us, he loves us wisely. When he displays his wisdom to us, it's loving. So suffering is being ended within us by both God's love and his wisdom. So, you know, the next time you quander that, that question, God, you know, why did you allow this suffering to happen? Just remember this. He is within your feelings, your desire want things better. He's in your compassion, your righteous indignation even. He's feeling all of this with you and in you. He's not oblivious to it. Within your spirit is the spirit of his son who has, you know, already processed all of human life from misery to majesty, from from suffering to sanctity, and from victimhood to victory. Our call is to join him there, in that victory, in that majesty, in that sanctity, and help his wisdom and love unfold within us, then, and only then, are we able to address the real suffering in this world. Let me say this clearly. The answer to suffering isn't power, even though I guess this is the way mankind thinks about it people think that the more power you have the less suffering you will have and but God has a different answer the answer is in the love and the wisdom of Christ that is the power of God 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 23 and 24 tells us that that you know Christ's death on the cross that that was the power of God his surrender to the suffering and absorbing it that that was actually a demonstration of his love and his power when we confront suffering we can turn it over all of that suffering to the one who is within us who is this one who's you know already won the victory over this human story and processed a human life into glory so what we're looking for isn't necessarily always an understanding of why there's suffering what we're looking for is a faith in the God who loves us and who dwells within us and who's resolved all of this within us and wants us to walk with him through it. His love, that is God's love and wisdom within us, is the very power that can transform our suffering. So the next time you feel to ask you know, that brave question, why is there suffering in the world? Could you at least be equally brave enough to walk out that answer hand in hand with him who's entered into your heart in Christ and their desires to clear it up with you. You know, that's really what God wants to do. He doesn't want to just solve the problems from the outside with with no participation from us. He wants us to have both the love and the wisdom that comes from resolving suffering, from walking through it, taking God's hand and let God's love within us confront it. Let God's wisdom within us confront it. And as that is, it becomes a, a process of victory in us, we learn better to understand the meaning of suffering. So we learn something from it. Something gets uh, deepened in us and through us and we're able to share uh, our victory with others and to help others through it. And so Actually the suffering becomes, you know, our our place where we connect with others. Not just with God, but connect with others and help others. Paul talked about this, the suffering that he went through in his missionary journey through Asia, he said, you know, he was at the point of despairing even of life itself. He said, But you know what? This happened so that the comfort that flows into my life overflows into those that I minister to. That's a paraphrase, but that's essentially what Paul was saying. So God wants to hold human lives up as his trophies over the evil and the suffering in the world and prove the power of his love. That's what God is doing, and he's doing that in your life, through your problems. You and I are being made one battle at a time, the walking, talking, and living answers to the very questions that would try to deny the solution is already here within us. So I just want you to think about that today, that God wants to hold your human life up as a trophy over the evil and suffering in the world and to prove the power of his love and his wisdom in you. So I hope this is encouraging you today. I know without being you know, prophetic about it. I already know that at one point or another you've wrestled with this question about why there's suffering in the world. And I hope maybe today there's some tidbits in this podcast message that'll just help you maybe to contemplate a little deeper, think a little clearer about what's going on in the midst of suffering. There really is something miraculous happening. When suffering meets the love of God in us, There's always victory that can be shared with other people and other people helped as well. So as always, thank you so much for joining me in this brief uh, uh, podcast today. I hope this has been an encouragement to you and to your soul. As always, uh, I am your partner and brother with you and taking a deep dive into your spiritual heart where you find God's face shining back at you. God bless you. Have a great day today.